0: My Life, My Choice, coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada. Today is Wednesday, the 24th of January, 2018, and the hour is 1 p.m. My name is Dr. Wendy Dearborn, and I will be your host for the next 60 minutes and also. And my co-host is Olivia Lashley, coming to you live from London in the U.K. So welcome to the show, guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And today we're talking about using the art of revision to change your life. Really a very, very important subject definitely an important subject. So before we get into that, Olivia, dearest, how are you? I'm (laughs) glad you're doing
1: well. (laughs) And (laughs) how are you, Wendy?
0: Oh, I'm fine. Oh, thank you for asking. I'm doing really well. (laughs) Everything's going very, very well in my life at this moment. No, all's good in my world, darling. How goes it with you? Yeah, yeah. It's
1: all right. It's cool. It's cool. It's going, put it that way. Yeah. Mm.
0: I actually I actually was on um Instagram uh a little while ago. <laughs> okay. and, no, 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 and I saw I saw the boxes, I saw the rose box and oh, okay. the the chakra box that you did, but I saw the rose box. That was really quite pretty. Okay. Um the chakra box reminds me of one that you've done before, one
1: from yeah. the other
0: set. I don't mm. I don't know if it's that same sort of uh template. But the
1: rose box no, for me was it's really, a complete, really it's completely Yeah. Different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, you were you talking about the rose box being completely no, different? No, yeah, no, the rose box, yeah, cuz I'm starting to do some different stuff. No, I was talking about the template at that time. The templates completely different it was, it was new. It's okay. new. But um for the chakra one, but um yeah, no, I'm starting to do some different stuff. I've got some more designs that I'm working on. Um yeah, so it's totally totally just different from what I normally do.
0: Okay, Because right. that that was really nice. That was really nice. The black and red and that it was very, very mm. nice. Um I uh you know, and those for for those of you who are listening, uh for our listening audience, those of you who are listening, oh jeez, Um for those for those I'm saying it again. For the listening audience um <laughs> Olivia creates
1: their journal boxes, am I correct? Yeah, kinda of journal, storage, whichever, I mean, yeah. But they mo the majority and it, it's of them personal have, storage it's, it's, yeah. it yeah it's personal storage, you know um for uh
0: letters um, mementos, uh that sort of stuff, you know yeah. if you've written out your affirmations um it's that that sort of thing, you know, uh, writing a letter to yourself for two thousand and eighteen and then opening it on January you know, the first or whatever, 2019, to see what the letter said, if you hit your goals, et cetera. It's, it's that sort of thing,
1: journaling, well, the, writing down the, your yeah. journey and stuff like that. Because it comes with a book, doesn't it? Yeah, it comes with a book so you can write stuff in it. So, you know, you can plot your progress or your memories, what you did that day or something, you know, spectacular happened or something, nothing, you know, just... You know, something inspirational happened or if you're into um, spirituality or yoga, you can write down what you did that day, the experiences you had. You know, it's just, um, and it's personalized, you know, so you can just, you can lock it. It's not something that everyone has to see. Um, So, yeah. So, yeah. And I think um, think that's an added plus.
0: Mm. I think that's an Mm -hmm. added plus, you know, because it's it's private, it's personal, and it's about you and your, your journey, whatever that. Encompasses and means to you. It's about
1: you and yeah. your journey.
0: So So, um, so actually, where can people find these lids?
1: On Etsy, if they look for um, Dawn affirmation boxes, um, okay. they'll find them. They'll come up.
0: Okay. All right. Cool. Dawn affirmation boxes on Etsy. dot mm-hmm. com. dot uk or just dot com.
1: No, just dot com. Just com.
0: Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Right, so that being that being said guys, all's going well in my world. Uh please, 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 please look out for an upcoming webinar. This webinar has taken me over a year to do. I just and I, I I'm I'm in constant awe. But what I discovered was I wanted my own um webinar software or platform, whatever you want to call it. On my website, I no longer wanted to actually utilise the 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 webinar, you know, people that I use, which they're all to highest, so it's all good and everything, but I, I no longer wanted that. I, I want to have a little bit more control over what, where, when, how, and who, and of course the exorbitant cost you know you're charged if you want to do if you it's called like evergreen lives and, and evergreen is is when you actually um uh when when it just continues you know you can have it up there and it continues and it's just the exorbitant cost of the evergreen and the this and the that and and so I wanted actually a, a little bit more control over that and so I had been looking and looking and this and that and trying and you know started this and started you know you know how it goes this the process
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: and um I finally found something that actually worked because okay. I was like okay okay universe here's the deal um enough playing now um enough playing and then I realized that what what has happened is that the actual Webinar is really in alignment with what I want to do this year, um, okay. and and it because uh, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> and then I had to say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not 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 that it, it's to say that I I couldn't have and wouldn't have of you know put it back out there because that's you know who I am, but. I think that people will get more bang for their buck, um, Mm -hmm. or at least, because I'm not charging for this anyways, but more, it'll be, it will have more import this Mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I couldn't figure out, you know, webinar's been done, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. it's about visualization, it Mm. has been done, you know, but um, it just, uh, you know, sometimes guys with with doing what you're doing and manifesting what you are manifesting or wanting to manifest as Olivia and myself have said time and time again and will continue to say on the show that there is a um divine order there's a divine order to things and no matter what you do something will not manifest if something has to come before that mm-hmm. It's like you can't have a kid if you're not pregnant. You can't get pregnant if, you know, if you haven't done the deed. You can't, you know, blah, blah, blah. The sperm and the egg can't come together if the deed's not done and blah, 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 and all this sort of stuff. And so there's there's the whole thing of um, the divine order. Now, do I think that you can sometimes speed up the divine order? Yeah, because... Even in looking for the things that I I am wanting to do this year, I could have done them last year. However, based on things that had been going on in my personal life, I actually chose and I literally did choose to slow my role. And mm. I really did. I slowed my role. Even with even with the show, you know, the show was really sketchy last year. Sometimes we were on, sometimes we weren't. Blah blah da, da 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 but again that was through design that wasn't by a default that was through design and it's like wow again had i done what i'm doing now this year yes it would have been ideal to have the um the webinar which is the something about visualization a manifestation would it would it have worked out well yes it would have it would have worked out really well but because I wasn't doing what I needed to do, the art of visualization and manifestation—I mean, it—it—it just—it wouldn't have worked, and it didn't. It, no matter what I was doing, because a couple of times I had uploaded it into the the actual program that I used, mm-hmm. you know, the 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 company that I use for my webinars. And Olivia, I was sitting downstairs, and I was like. I was watching something on Netflix and I was like, oh, wow. The webinar was an hour ago and I didn't, you know, I didn't switch it on and all of this jazz. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Moving right along. So Mm -hmm. that, that being said, guys, there's a
1: divine order to things is where I'm going with that. That whole scenario right there was, you know, there's a divine order to things. But also, didn't you you find that um, there was tweaking you need to do? Well, not yes. really. Yes, of course Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Because, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, Because there yeah. yeah. was most surely something that was really important that needed to go into it, um, yes. to have the, like, the power factor, you know. And you, you, what that actually was, was the moving portion. Because okay. I didn't have
0: that in there. Right. right. And it was the moving portion, mm. which, which is all, I mean, that's the, the end all and be all. Mm-hmm. Of it because it, a part of what I said because I I actually did the webinar and I I actually did it where I I'm actually talking you can see me ha ha you can see me <laughs> and um I uh I realized I I I, I redid it because mm-hmm. I would left some stuff out mm-hmm. and I redid it because I needed this portion in there which was the most important thing you know one mm-hmm. of the most important things. So I'm looking forward to to that because, uh, and I'll just say this, and then we'll we'll move on to using the art of revision to change your life. Part of this also plays in into visualization, plays into being able to pray correctly. If you are praying and your prayers aren't being answered, and I literally mean, there's no inspired action that you'll get uh, no inspired direction that you're getting so that you can take inspired action nothing's happening or the total antithesis of what you're praying for is happening or it's not Your your prayers are designed to be answered and visualization is part of a three three pronged process that makes up prayer and that's something that we'll be looking at Um, A little later on in this year But that being said guys Using the art of revision To change your life Very, very important So welcome to the show again I'm Dr. Wendy Dearborn And I'm here in Las Vegas And my co-host is Olivia Lashley And she is in London in the UK Now when you think about the word revision It's really funny as I was writing this You know, I was thinking You know, the word revision Has a tendency to conjure up You know, like homework Just sitting there doing Trying to get this homework done you know this never ending grind or as they have here they 've got Cliff notes, which is if you didn't actually read the book that you were meant to read or do what you needed to do for English literature i'd say in particular but not um, it, it's not limited to that but if if you didn't do what you needed to do, you could look at Cliff notes or spark notes um, you know and and you 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 go through those and get what you need and you know revision again it it conjured up this thing of days and nights spent swatting for exams for your examinations trying to cram all this information in that you think they might ask however and that's ask on a test however when using the laws of attraction the art of excuse me when using however when you use with the laws of attraction the art of visualization will uh, catapult you um, to towards your devi- your desired manifestation, so when consciously revising a situation and event that has occurred in your life, it actually puts you in a unique position to as we 've been talking about this year greatly being able to decode it, and decoding it is really important because within the, the when, when you decode your situation. It really allows you to be able to rewrite or write a new script. And as I have here in the synopsis, at the very least, not give any more um, time, not give any more time and energy to stuff that's going on in your life, that has already gone on in your life, that has no bearing in your life unless you choose it to. As I've always said, and I will keep saying this to you guys, your history is just that. It's not your destiny unless you choose it to be. So the word revision, well, in regard to the universal laws of attraction, where I'm going with this is it's about spending time, spending time looking at what's gone on in your life. And, you know, one one of the things that, I'd like you to think about, guys, as, as we move forward. This is just a sort of like a, a little mental prompt, if you will. So one of the things I'd like to ask you at any rate is this. Where do you spend time inside your mind? Where do you spend your time inside your mind? Where do you spend? Where do you spend that time? Or what are you thinking about most of the time inside your mind? And many people say that they, they can't multitask. But for me, it's really amazing how you can be multitasking and yet still um, you're thinking about this here, you're doing this over here, and you have this whole other thing playing in the background back there in your mind. So where do you see? Spend Your time inside of your mind And this actually is a really, really important question um, What are you thinking about? What are you thinking about? Now much of the time that we spend thinking And I'm not talking about speaking Because that's a whole other ball game But much of what we do is We think about what's happened We think about what didn't happen we think about what we, we wished had happened and we think about what is going to happen or what we want to happen and what we want, and I'm putting that down to to happen, okay? And so, guys, we spend our time thinking about these, these four areas and anything in between, anything else that, that comes up for you, but guaranteed you are spending time on what happened you are spending time on what didn't happen. You're spending time on what you desired to happen or what you wished had happened, and you're spending time on what you want to happen, and perhaps you're spending time on what is happening. I'll add I'll, I'll add five there. Okay, so there are five things generally that you're thinking about. Now scientists have said, and you know, quotes are as quotes is. We spend Anywhere from 60, to we we spend time thinking about things or thoughts. We have 60,000 to 70,000 or maybe 80,000 thoughts going through our mind per day. Now, these are both conscious and unconscious thoughts. There are some reports that say we have 20,000 conscious thoughts that run through our mind per day so I've come that all in together for anywhere between 60 to 80,000 thoughts conscious and unconscious thoughts that we have daily and when i say unconscious thoughts what i'm talking about are things that are running in the background that won't come up into the forefront of your mind unless something something happens they're there they're accessible they they they're in the recesses but the doors are open so that if you think XYZ thought, it will pull that out of the archive or it will pull that out of the library or it will flip that switch and that that, that video will play in your mind. So we spend a lot of time thinking about what's happened and above all, what's going to happen. I don't think we spend a lot of time on what is happening now. Uh, and that's my personal belief, Liv. I don't know if there's any scientific fact to that, but I think we spend a majority of time thinking about what happened
1: and then what's going to happen. What, what's your thought there? No, I, I agree with you. We, I think we, we do. I, I, I think we're actually kind of um, socialised, uh, nurtured to do that as well because it's like, well you know, what have you done? Um, th- what have you done for, uh, you know, get, You know people will say to you, oh, what have you done? Uh, and, and you will actually think, okay, well, I've done this. What's going to happen uh, because of what I have done? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the part that we miss out is what have I done and sort of like um, how have I got myself to this particular place? Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mm-hmm. agree with you don't think about we don't we tend not to think about where we are in the moment the moment is just the moment mm-hmm. and then we're, we're flitting from uh, the past to the future but we don't spend very mm-hmm. much time in the moment yes yeah.
0: yeah which is why um it's really it can be really beneficial to to mm-hmm. meditate it can be really uh, beneficial to do um, um, but be mindful, to practice mindfulness, which is I guess the buzzword now, to, to to practice mindfulness where you are mindful of the things that you are doing, which means that you are watching, you are feeling, you are seeing, you're hearing, you're tasting, you, smell. you are totally in the moment with what you're doing. And that's why mindfulness actually can be really good for you in that it 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 doesn't slow you down in as much it allows you that moment to inhale and exhale it allows you to be in communication with yourself that really has a a wonderful authenticity to it there's there's a there's a deep rooted for me at any rate there's a a deep rooted truth to it you're in communication with yourself in a in a different way, and that way is you're not looking at, at what you've done and or assessing what you've done. You are just being in the moment with what you're doing. And this is, again, why I love meditation and I love the mindful practice.
1: What were you going to say, love? Um, don't think I was going to say anything. But one of the things that actually came to me is the times, I think, when we are sort of like in the now is when we're doing something, particularly if we're doing something creative, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's sort of mm-hmm. like artwork mm-hmm. or whether it's um, like cooking or like if you're an accountant mm-hmm. or you know investment banker or you know I forgot what they call housekeeper or whatever. yeah, yeah, you know, I think that's when we're actually in the moment when we're doing those processes. And I think when we're doing the processes that we either feel committed committed to or doing the processes that we actually love doing. We get real enjoyment mm-hmm. out of it, and that's when we tend to be mm-hmm. in the moment.
0: Yeah, so we do have my- time. We do have,
1: yeah, because we do have times, and it's because um, a lot of people say, "Okay, well, it's impossible to be just in the moment." Um, but that's that's why I gave that example because there are times when we mm-hmm. are totally and utterly in the moment. In,
0: in know, the moment. Not,
1: yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: In the moment. Yeah and and all all um all your 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 senses are heightened and one one might stand out more than the other but they're all engaged in what you're doing all engaged all engaged so excuse me again the word revision the word revision as it applies to the universal laws of attraction and you actually manifesting what you want Really is a very integral part, or can play an integral part in you truly being able to create the
1: life that you want to live. Well, now, sorry, Wens, can I just can I just say, you know, because you're talking about the word vision, right? You you mess the you you do the anagram of that. That's vision, visioner, yeah. Yes. Visioner. Yes. Um, Yes. The other one that's in there, it's a little bit of a stretch. Is eye version. So, I mean, you could take that mm-hmm. to be my version of yeah. yourself, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: and and you see though guys it's ah when moving forward in your life or as you move forward in your life, it's vitally important to understand. That you are your life. Your life isn't you. You are your life. Your life isn't you. And begin to, I don't know, as you begin to explore or work with the natural laws, the spiritual laws, God's laws, the universal laws, whatever term you want to use. It's vitally important that you find your rhythm with this. It's vitally important that you start looking for your understanding and how the nuances apply to you, recognizing that the law is the law, but it's malleable because you are who you are. It's like a Band-Aid, and I'm not saying that universal laws are a Band-Aid, but it's like a Band-Aid or or, or a, um, a bandage. It's going to fit everybody differently, but it's going to function and do what it needs to do. In, in one of the, the tutorials, the free tutorials that I have done, and you can find this on YouTube, I was talking about the universal laws and their malleability. And I used Saran Wrap, literally, to show how malleable the, the laws are. But the Saran Wrap being the universal law... It's still the universal law. However, it will bend and mold itself to suit you. But it's going to do what it is going to do because it has a function. When, when you think about revision, I also want you to, to realize that In thinking, and then I'm going to talk about revision itself regarding the universal laws. Okay, guys. However, when you think about revision, it's really important to under in two parts. When we revise anything, when we're thinking about anything that has happened, when we're, we're, we're you know when we're going over whether we're reminiscing or what have you, we're going to do this in two ways. We're going to think about something. And we're going to think about it, and we are going to be observing it. We're just going to be watching it. You know, we may find it funny. We may find it hurtful. It may anger us. It may sadden us. It may make us laugh if we want to pee our pants, whatever. Okay? And so we're going to be looking at it. We're going to be revising it in the way that we would watch a movie, a movie that we are participating in. You know, if you watch a movie, it makes you cry, makes you laugh, you know, makes you scared. A horror movie, what, what have you? And then we can revise something. We can do a revision where we're living it, when we're we're not watching it, we're living it. You know, like like I said, I think it was last week. I I said this. You know, like like you know how people can have this herd man, mentality when somebody runs. You know and and where I'm going with this is you know you shouldn't have gone out, and you relive that moment over and over in your mind when you turn around and you see your mother running towards you, and you know you should have been at home and she just found you, <laughs> and you know she's going to catch you because <laughs> you have to go home sometimes, you relive it, you relive it literally, you are reliving it you can you you can feel you can feel your your feet. As they hit the asphalt, and you're trying, you're trying to run, but for whatever reason, your mum's pace is much quicker than yours, <laughs> and you can feel your heart beating. You know, you you say to yourself, you know, I can still feel my heart beating in my chest. You know, yada yada yada. And mind you, this never happened to me. Just so y'all know. That didn't happen to me. This is just something I, I thought about. It's happened to people I know. <laughs> and it actually has. It's happened to people I know. You know, West Indian parents are not easy, you know, lives. Ooh, It's happened it's happened to people people I know. But you you know, you'll relive it. You become it. You step back into that situation and it is live, it is real, it is in living colour and so as we talk about revision it's really it's really important to to understand these things going on here now before i move on the one last thing that i would say is and i'm going to bring this all together is that silence when you go inside into the internal silence or when you go to create silence it's much more than not just talking it's creating space, the mental space for, um, I don't know, uh, the mental space for communication, the mental space so something can come in. It, it's much more than not, not just talking. Silence, again, is something about, silence is actually very mindful, if the truth be known. When you are going to actually mm, implement silence into your life, it, it's, very, um, it, it, it's very mindful. Because you get then to push away things or to put things over here to cut things off so you don't have these 60 to 70 to 20,000 thoughts running through your mind consciously and or unconsciously or semi-consciously or whatever it is. So silence plays a role. Okay, the, the art of revision, and there is an art to revising, And using this art of revision can definitely help you to create the life that you want to live. I don't, as a coach, really encourage people to spend a lot of time on their history or on what's happened. Because many people get stuck and they don't actually use the art of revision. And I'm going to say sometimes it can be a challenge, but it definitely can be doable. In order to use the art of revision, to actually change your life and to actually change how you then choose to show up because let me just say this using the art of revision as i'm as i'm describing it here doesn't mean that you can change what has happened it's really important to understand that using the art of revision is going to change how you feel about it, and then change how you show up in life. Therefore, changing how life is going to show up for you. Does that make sense, Liv? Yeah, yeah, definitely. wins. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, because I know, I know as I'm going to say what I'm going to say, people might think, oh, they can, through the art of revision, they can change what's happened. You can never ever change what ha- what's happened. You can only move forward and create change in your life. You cannot change what's happened. So, okay, the art of revision, again, it can catapult you to where it is that you you want to be or towards your desired manifestation. How does this work? Well, one of the things I do know is, or one of the things that I I am hot on is the work of Neville Goddard. We call him Uncle Nev, Neville (laughs) Goddard. And he has brought this out to me and you know i've heard this before florence Scrovelshin, she's one of, she's one of the first books serious books that i read on utilizing the universal laws or metaphysics or um you know that sort of thing as she speaks about it in her books about using the art of revision so what is the art of revision the art of revision really is Looking at a situation or an event that has occurred in your life and you wanting it to have a different outcome for you. What this literally translates to, again, you cannot change something that's happened. So what this translates to is simply this. You look at something that has happened in your past. And in order for you to change, you're going to need to revise how you feel about it. In order for you to change how you feel about it, the revision that needs to take place is you being able to see the actual ending or the outcome that you wanted to see. Now, that doesn't mean that it's going to happen in real life. You need to understand that. Because again, in speaking about this to people, they're like, oh, so I can change the fact that I I got fired from my job. Well, no. (laughs) (laughs) You got fired because you were always late. So no. What you can change is how you feel about yourself because you got fired from your job. And moving forward in your life, This will help you to make the choices that you need to make so that your life will unfold the way that you want it to unfold. It could also mean that, I I don't know, you, you know, you, you might have been in a job where you excelled at your work. And as a result of this, as a result of you knowing this, and as a result of your employer knowing this, you will cut a lot lot of slack. But if there are 25 employees and you get away with being late all the time, what message does that send? No, you're good at what you do. But within the parameters of the sandbox that you're playing in, you need to play within these parameters. So you knew that you could things, you hit it out the park, you're the one who brought in the most clients, you brought in the most money, you had the most interaction with the clients, everybody wanted you, yada, 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 but yet still you're always late for work, and I'm going to use that scenario, you're always late for work, and then got very bent out of shape because you left work, instead of leaving work at six, you'd leave work at eight. And got very bent out of shape because that wasn't acknowledged. But you needed to be work. At, you needed to be at work at nine o'clock. So you coming in at ten past nine negates everything that you're doing because you're not playing within that that framework. And so, where do you go from here? How do you? Have, live? just just that that scenario, right? Um. Decoding on that, just off the top of your head. What comes to mind if anything?
1: Always being late. Um, yeah, no, finish what you're saying and I'll think about it, yeah. Okay. All right. So you get fired. All right. So you get fired, and of course there's bitter grapes
0: because you know you were excellent at your job and all this sort of stuff. But you were only excellent to a point. Where you actually fell down on the job was you were always late. coming in at 10 past nine, coming in at quarter past nine, coming in at two minutes past nine, when you're meant to be there at nine o'clock, preferably at 10 two, so that you can actually start work at nine, doesn't help you. Not when everybody else there is there on time. Not when everybody else is there on time. And so therefore, guys, in the revision work that you do, What would you see, what would you like to see happening? Now, this can go a a myriad of ways, but I'm going to say, one, two, that perhaps, just perhaps, you say to your boss, or the powers to be, is it possible for me to change my time, my my, um, start time? Is it possible for me to change my start time? And or can I have flexi time in the morning? An hour flexi time in the morning? Or see yourself coming in at 10 to 9. There are so many options available to you. So you do this. Going into, and I'm going to use the theater of your mind or your imagination. And literally, guys, what you would do is simply this. You would sit, you would do the simple breathing technique, and you can download that PDF from my website, the Laws of Attraction in Action. That's the Laws, plural, of Attraction in Action. The actual breathing, the breathing technique, a relaxing breathing technique, and or if you belong to the group, the Facebook group, you can download it there, the PDF there, and the file. So you'll do a simple breathing technique and or you'll go into a a meditative state. You will pull the event up. And what I would say to you guys is simply this. If you are going to have any any kind of emotions about this, whether it be anger, whether it be sorrow, whether it be joy, whether it be happiness, whether it be, I don't know, nonchalantness, whether whether it be ambiguity, whatever it is, whatever the emotion that comes up, what I'm going to say to you is, allow the emotion to come up and then make the conscious decision to say to yourself, I am no longer attached to this emotion. And as we spoke about, I, I think, for the last couple of weeks, You know, you need to just review it. Look at what happened. Just observe it. Just observe it without the emotional attachment. Just observe it. And once you've done that, you then use your imagination. And one of the most powerful tools that you have is your imagination. And you go into your imagination or as they say, I think it's Wallace Wattles who says, the the theater of your mind. I believe it's him who says that, coined that phrase. You go into the theater of your mind, which is your imagination. And literally, you start rewriting the script. Literally. And you rewrite the script. You can start from the end and work your way backwards. Or you can start from the beginning and work your way to the end. Whatever feels comfortable to you. But what I would say to you is you need to know what you want to happen. Or you need to know what you wanted to happen. Actually, no. You need to know what you want to happen. And what you want to happen is you don't want to be fired from your job. Because... Obviously you were fired because of a reason. And you don't want to be fired from your job because. And you you fill in the blank. And then you start writing the script. You start writing the script. And once your script is written the way that you want it to to be written, then you step into it and you start playing that, you start playing that part you know in in um, in one of the books gosh, God knows which one it is and I in, in one of the books um, by Neville Goddard, he's actually talking about uh, a woman who, and I know people can relate to this she's on her way to work and she's, no she has this really fractious relationship with with her boss. She can't stand her boss and she believes that her boss can't stand her. No matter what she does, it's never right or she never gets praised and absolutely nothing. But she needs this job. She needs this job. She has bills that she wants to pay or needs to pay. She has a family she has obligations, the whole nine yards. So she needs this job. The money's actually really good. But she, she can't stand her boss. And her boss, in kind, reacts like he can't stand her. But you see, when she did this experiment, and this is one of the cases that he spoke of, when she when she did this experiment, when she, when she went in and did the revision of her mind, what she discovered was she would be having this really negative conversation about her boss all the time and yada da this and yada da that and blah 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 blah, which may have spun off from the boss that she might have had a bad day and really didn't conduct him or herself in the correct manner. And as a result of that, she took this to mean this is how they always feel, or this is why or he or she always feels about them. When in reality, it was but a moment in time, and it was a lapse on their part. But instead of them just moving on and don't take it personally, they took it personally. She took it personally. And she started writing a script that had to manifest because of the passion that she had behind it. Because of the words that she was using and the, the, the passion in the words, it had to be made manifest because she believed it. And as a result, from that day forward, her and her boss were always in contention. Her and her boss were always in contention. So instead of her sort of saying to her boss, you know, I don't know what's going on, but, you know, how you're talking to me just isn't it. Is there something that I can help you with? Because I can see that you, you're, having a, you, you're not having a good day today. Can I help you with anything? She took it on board that he, he was out for her. So anyway, as a result, she hated work. Her boss talked to her like crap. He was always riding her back. It was just, just a horrible situation. So she went into the theater of her mind. What she literally did was this, that she wanted something different. And that it always starts with the choice, guys. I won't go down that road. But I will say it has you have to make a choice, so she made a choice that she wanted a different something different to happen at work she just wanted it to be happy she just wanted to love her job so she decided to use this particular tool. she went into the theater of her mind she watched what you know what what was unfolding. she looked at her part she observed herself within this within this This film, this movie that was going on. She observed herself. And what she found was that she was talking badly. She'd be having this serious conversation, a bad conversation, telling her boss how disgusting he was and how this he was and how that he was. And she'd be doing this all the way on the way to work. And she watched herself do this all the way going home. She watched herself doing this during her lunch break. She watched herself doing this while she was cooking dinner and then articulating it, speaking about it when she was serving dinner up and at the dinner table with her family. And she watched herself. And she realized she needed to change her internal dialogue. And so her new script was a new dialogue. Her new script was a script where she was loving towards herself and loving towards her boss. Her new script sort of said, good morning, how, how, was your, how was your morning this morning? Did you have a wonderful evening? Did you have a good evening yesterday? I had a wonderful evening, you know, we and the kids, we sat around, kicked it, blah, 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 blah. And she trained, changed the script. Committed. That's the other thing, you know, people have to be disciplined and committed. She committed herself to changing the script, no matter what was happening, in the reality of it. Because she realized that once she changed in her mind Once she was able to see and change what she wanted in her mind The reality of life would change to support that But she had to do the work She had to be disciplined And within the space of days or within the space of a week Everything in her, in her office changed The boss came in and said good morning and she said, good morning, how are you? He said, fine. How was your evening? Oh, it was great. Me and the kids, we sat around after dinner. We kicked it. We had some fun. How was your evening? "Oh, It was really nice. You know, me and, me and the wife, we went to a movie. We don't do that often, but we had a chance and we jumped on it. Hey, what did you see? Yada, yada, yada. That's really great. Anyway, I'm going to start work now. Is there anything that I need to do before I, I, you know, start doing my norm? No, 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 no. But I'll let you know if there is. And this is what this woman did. She went in and she revised what happened to her or what was happening to her. She made the revision by revising the situation. And then she rewrote it within the theater of her mind. She rewrote the script within her mind. And once she rewrote it, she then stepped in and played her part it became a living moving breathing thing she just didn't see herself doing it she felt it she saw it she felt it she heard it she she could she could smell the different smells and she could taste it
1: it became a part of her so Liz did that make sense yeah 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 definitely definitely and um going back to decoding the scenario with mm-hmm. the person that sort of like is always late um, you know you said they're really good at their job and what have you but the yeah. outcome of them being late is that you know they, they got fired they pushed it too far and the way that I would decode that I would think about okay well what, it is, what is it that they actually want to achieve and from that I would say because of what they're physically doing is they're actually not in unison with what it is that they want to achieve there's a there's a there's a mm-hmm. uh, disparity between them. And they're not actually saying yeah, they're not seeing the scale. They're not sk- seeing mm-hmm. the scale or or, or like yeah, this the, the time scale or the scale of what it is that they're actually wanting to achieve. And they're not putting things in place um mm-hmm. that need to be put in place before they achieve their goal or their manifestation. So the bottom line is as I said, it's it's um it's the it, oh, sorry i've lost my, I lost what I wrote um, yeah, so the bottom line is uh their time scale um their time isn't in unison with what they are wanting, and I would also say that there's there's an element of doubt as well uh, about the stipulations that they have put on themselves about achieving their manifestation, and I think the whole thing of like measurably being fired would be a universal thing of actually giving them time to take giving them time out so that they can actually focus yeah. their attention on what it is that yeah. they actually really want to manifest but the thing of being late yeah. i think is is just not being totally in unison with what it is, with what it is that you want to achieve and then it's about finding out and honing honing what it is that you want so that because it's like you're you know you're like 40 60% there already but it's the honing mm-hmm. that's that that's off kit off kilter. So that's what I would say. So that's how I would decode that situation.
0: See, with with that, yeah, and I agree with that. I actually had a girlfriend who's who literally like this. She she would be late anywhere from um, a minute to ten minutes. Nothing actually more than that. She was really good at what she did, live, very very good at what she did, and. Um, she wound up being let go, and she was really offended. And I said to her, if you were my employee, if you were my employee, and she was really mad with me, I said, I would have fired you. And I would have fired you a long time ago. And, but her thing was, and Liz, this is literal, she, she said to me, but I'm really good, good, excellent. Lives excellent worker, and she said, "But I would work late." And I said, "That won't be. That's not the issue. The issue is mm-hmm. that work starts at nine o'clock.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Work starts at nine o'clock, and she they bent over backwards, lives. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and she kept making the promise. Yes, yes, yes. I'll be. Uh, yeah, I'll be here on time." You know, she'd eat her lunch at her desk and all, all these concessions, you know, they'd all go out to lunch and all these concessions, she'd stay and she'd work through lunch, but yet still she mm-hmm. was fired because she was late. Uh, one of the things I actually had said to her was, have you asked about, um, literally, as I said earlier, uh, have you asked about flexi time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, having, having flexi time because you are such, and she was, she, lived, she was actually an asset. With what she was doing, work-wise, but not how she
1: was performing. Mm-hmm. What, what, I mean, she was happy. And, a and they let go and She was, she, she was, she was pissed. Did she want to do other things, or was she? she was that it for her? She was just happy. She'd be, just be happy to stay there for the rest of her life, or did she wanted to do other things? No, she wanted to do other things, Liv. Okay.
0: No. She wanted to do other things. But she didn't think that those other things would have been able to to sustain her, right mm-hmm. and she still doesn't okay. she, she actually still no. doesn't, and is still experiencing the same things that are pushing her towards doing doing do, do, doing the work that perhaps she, mm. she has mm-hmm. contracted to do mm. mm. And Liz, this is—I don't know. This is maybe up in here. What, twenty-three years, twenty-four, twenty-three years. I mean, this—this this is an ongoing thing. I mean, she even moved out the country, but yet still, these things are still following her. Mm-hmm. The same stuff that was happening here is happening there. And you know, when when you When you're able to revise, so that you, when you're able to revise and decode, because really to revise, to to, to decode your life, you have to do some sort of revision. So when you're able to um, revise and decode, you can then rewrite, but you also need to know what you want the end to be. And you have to be very clear on that. You can't be wishy washy. You have to be really clear. And it's one of those things where, where clarity is, is not this thing where, um, you know, oh no, this is too good to be true. Keep telling yourself that shit. This is too good to be true. It's too good to be true. It can't happen to me. Well, guess what? If this is what you believe as you revise or as you say what it is that you want to happen, what's going to happen is the thing that you don't want. It is going to be too good to be true for you. It will never happen for you. So as you rewrite your script, you have to rewrite the words that you are using. Recognize those 20, 60, 70, 80 thoughts that come through your mind, of which X, of them, X amount are conscious thoughts and the rest are somewhere in the, in the recesses of your mind. Recognize that you need to get a a handle on that. Recognize that, you know, in in being quiet about what's going on in your life, it's much more than not just talking about it. It's about that space, giving you the space to create the mental dialogue that you you need to create for yourself so that you can start manifesting what you want it's looking at where do you spend your time inside your mind what do you spend your time talking about inside your mind never mind the words that are coming out of your mouth how much time are you spending on what has happened versus what you wish to happen versus what you need to do to make it happen You know, guys, are you thinking about your life or are you reliving the life that you've already lived? Or are you going to live within your mind, within your imagination? Are you going to live the thing that you want to become your reality? The hardest work... That you will ever do The hardest work That you will ever do In this life Is to make a choice For what you want And then do Your work Manifest We are assaulted By so many things And I use the word assaulted We are assaulted by so many things During a day So many things during a week, so many things during a month, so many things during a a year, so many things during our lifetime. We are subjected to, we are impacted by, we are shown, we are assaulted. We have so much stuff coming our way. And as a result of that, if you don't know what you want with clarity, The slightest little seismic shift is going to throw you off kilter. So imagine when the tsunami comes, when the earthquake really comes. When the tornado descends upon you. When the floods happen. Imagine what happens then. If you don't have hold of what it is that you want, you are going to be moved off of your foundation with an ease and a speed. That is astounding. We all come here with tools. Actually, we all come here with the same tools. We all come here with the same same sunrise, sunset, and whatever happens in between. We all come here with the same seasons. We all have the same time frame, the same 24 hours in a day. We all have 1,440 minutes to do what we need to do in a day. We all need to breathe the same air. We all need food to survive. We all come here with a level playing field. Now, you could be over wherever you're at. The level, the playing field is level. Where it becomes unlevel is when other people put their thought processes on what they think is primitive and or not. So hear me clearly. We all come here with the same skills, the same tools. And the art of revision is one of them, of revision. How many times have people said, well, you know, have you, have you really looked at what, you know, what what went on? That's revising. You know, based on what happened, um, you know, what, you know, what, 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 what did you expect? What were you expecting? Revision. But we allow our emotions to run roughshod over us we have allowed our emotions to control us and to control us to the point where we're paralyzed. To control us to the point where we're paralyzed. And I see this every day with the, um, with, with the adverts, with advertisements. Oh, they're tapping into your emotions, all right. They've tapped into your emotions so well that you buy this crap that you don't need. You buy this crap in your your house, your home, or whatever is filled with all this stuff. It's filled to the rafters. It, it it's stuffed beyond beyond all. It 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 can't hold anything else. It's bursting at the seams. And might I add, segue in here. All that stuff that's bursting at the seams, that's filled to the rafters, bursting at the seams, it's burying you alive. It's burying you alive. So can you rewrite your script? Yes, you can. Can you rewrite it? Yes. And I'm here to say, guys, some script rewrites are a lot easier than others. But by and large, it takes tenacity It takes utilizing the universal law of discipline, the universal law of silence, the universal law of secrecy, the universal law of choice, utilizing the universal law of your imagination. It takes all of these things. It's like creating a fine recipe. And your recipe of life, it's creating that recipe that's going to assist and support you. Because I'm here to tell you, the person who is going to assist and support you the best is you. You know what you want. You know exactly what you want. So the art of revision to change your life, use it. Don't use that time to rehash and talk about if I would have, should have, could have, because you didn't. Don't use that time to talk about, you know, um, uh, how, how unjust a system is. Don't waste your energy on that. You want justice in a system? What does that look like? What sort of justice do you want? What does it actually look like for the system to be just? What does it look like? What does it look like for all people to be treated equal? What does that look like to you? Then rewrite the script. Rewrite the script. Because somewhere, somewhere, if you feel that there is inequality, somewhere within your script, you are treating yourself that way. This is the only way life can show up that way. Life can't show up for you any other way than you are showing up for it.
1: Would you agree with that, Liv? Yeah, yeah, I would. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, I would. I would definitely, Wendy. I mean, we said this a lot of time on the show, you know, um, what happens externally is a mirror of what's going on internally to you. Um, and anything that happens to you is showing you, it's it it's a tool for decoding. It's showing you how you're actually thinking about yourself within that situation, particularly relating to something that you want to achieve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. hmm
0: and and it really is. It, you know, um, again, it's about you taking the onus and you taking ah, responsibility for you. Take ownership of your life. Take ownership. Recognize, guys, as I said here, there's a difference between thinking about something and, and reliving it. In your mind. Thinking about something in your mind and reliving it in your mind. There's a difference. When you're thinking about something, you can view it like you're watching a movie, or you can step into it and and it can become one of the best living dreams living dreams that you're in, or living movies that you're in, or it can be your worst nightmare that you're walking in again. Everything that's happening in your life, as we always say, is happening for you. There are some basic fundamentals that need to be in place. And one of the biggest fundamentals that needs to be in place is you to be in sync with you. And that takes work. That takes work. How much time are you spending on what's happened? And when you are thinking about what's happened, where is it taking you? How do you feel? How does it make you feel? Is it empowering? Is it disempowering? You know, those are the things that you need to look at. When I I, I think about what's happened in my life, was that empowering or disempowering? You see, if you decode it, you'll find that there is empowerment in everything. If you take the time to decode it, if you take the time to look at the situation, you'll find that there is empowerment in there, in the central core of it. There's empowerment. Because... At the end of the day, as I've just said, your life is happening for you. Nothing in life is happening to tear you down. Everything that's happening in your life is happening to build. When you change, when you change, everything in your life has to change. It's like a magnet. It's a magnetic pull. Everything will be galvanized towards that magnet. It has to change. But until you believe that, Until you believe that and until you believe that and work that system, your life will stay the way that it is because it's always trying to show you something. So the art of revision, does it work? Yes, it does. Does it take practice like anything else? When you started to walk, when you were learning to walk, when you were learning to cook, when you were learning to swim, when you were learning to drive, when you were learning to write, when you were learning to type on a computer or type on a, on, on a keyboard, did it take practice? Yes, it did. Some people excelled quicker than others. Some people hated the process of all the above. But did it take practice? Yes, it took practice for you to become proficient enough to know that I don't like this, I'm not doing this anymore. And so it is when you are using the universal laws and the tools that we have to assist and support us. There is a universal law of vision. And that comes under the universal law of visualization. This is what revision is. It's part of visualization. And visualize, true visualization isn't re, truthfully rehashing what's happened. True visualization is about you being visionary. It's about you being futuristic in what you want for your life. It's seeing that vision of the future of what you want in your life. So the art of revision really is about the universal law of visualization. Just, just so we're clear on that. Take the time, take the time to give yourself permission to utilize the universal laws and everything that they bring so that you can create the life that you want to live. And I'm going to say this just for the record, on a personal level, I'm not saying that it's easy. I, and I would I I would not sit here and say that it's easy because I know that it's not. For me, Wendy, on a personal level, I'm not going to tell you that I hit it out the ballpark every time, or you know I I I you know I I I ace it every time because I don't. What I will tell you is that within the best of my ability. I use these laws to them. And as a result of being faithful to them, they are faithful to me. So when I say it's a challenge, I know it's a challenge. But I understand the process and this is what I'm urging you. This is what Olivia and myself are doing. We're giving you the tools so that you can create your process so that you can, above all, make your choice. So that when the seismic shifts happen and the tsunami comes and the earthquake comes and you know the, 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 the tornadoes and the rains and the floods and the fires, when they come, your foundation is set. That's what this is about. So use the art of revision. Use the art of revision. Not for the if I woulda shoulda coulda factor, but for the I can, I will. I have and I am. Use it for the I am factor. Use it for that. Does that make sense, Liz?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Definitely. Definitely. There's not much more I can add. But yeah. Okay. All right. Use it Use it for the I am factor.
0: Guys, use it for the I am factor. The art of revision works. Ah, as uh, Jamila would say, stay on point and on topic because one of the things it's really easy to do when you're revising from personal experience is you can go down all sorts of rabbit holes. So, know what it is that you want to revise so you can use that as your touchstone, you can use it as your, your home base. I need to get back on base. And again, it's a process and it takes practice. It's a process and it takes practice. And I would say this just to muddy the waters. Sometimes when you're doing this and you are taken way off course, sometimes you need to look at the course that you've been taken off of because that might need to be dealt with first so that this can be dealt with.
1: Does that make sense, Liz? Yeah, it does. It does make sense, friends. Yeah, you know, sometimes
0: it's it's like that. But mm -hmm. the name of the game is to try not to go too far off point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, is there anything that
1: you'd like to add? Uh, no, not really, not today.
0: (laughs) You kind (laughs) of like being on a roll, so. Oh, is that why you're not adding anything?
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, there's there's nothing that really came to mind. No.
0: Okay. All right, done. Well, on that note, guys. Um, on that note, guys, we are going to wrap it up. I hope that you've enjoyed the show. I hope that you've enjoyed the show. Um, again, use the tools, use the revision, or whatever you want to call it. You know, um, there are many names out. Explore. You know, do some research. You know, do 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 your research. But above all, do something that's going to allow you to create the life that you want to live. And it definitely is creatable, I'll tell you that much. Definitely is creatable. So on that note, my name's Dr. Wendy Dearborn. You've been listening to an episode of My Life, My Choice, using the art of revision to change your life. My co-host has
1: been... Olivia Lashley from London in the UK. What are you doing? Why? What can you hear?
0: Like paper? Uh, Nothing at the moment.
1: No, nothing at the moment.
0: All right. Nothing. Okay, my co-host has been Olivia Lashley. She's, as she said, in London, in the UK. And on that note, guys, um, have an awesome week. Do your revision. Revise the entire week if you want. The, The day, whatever. Your life, whatever. Make a choice. Stick to it. Figure it out and go for it. Rewrite it. See it. Step into it, live it, become it. Until next time, guys.
1: Bye, sis. Love you. Bye,
0: guys. Bye, love
1: you. Bye, bye.